On today's Intelligent Money Minute, I'll interview Larry Swedrow, Head of Financial and Economic Research at Buckingham Strategic Wealth, on what an intelligent investor should do when an asset class falls out of favor. Welcome to Intelligent Money Minute, a mercifully short podcast that may save you time and money. Your host, Hans Blake, is a CFA charter holder and CPA who has spent his entire career helping people minimize financial stress to maximize their lives. After managing $350 million and working with high net worth individuals around the world, he founded Intelligent Investing. Time is money, so invest in every minute. Here is your host, Hans Blake. On today's episode, I'm going to ask you about what should intelligent investors do when an investment is out of favor? There can be periods of time where just things are not loved. I think of recently value being out of favor for a while. And I think back after 2008, you know, people loved trend following because it held up so well in the 2008 crisis and they got burned because trend following kind of so to speak, fell out of favor because of the way momentum works. So what should an intelligent investor do when one of their investments is just out of favor? Pretty simple answer to this question. The first thing you have to recognize is that all risk investments, stocks, bonds, commodities, currencies, small stocks, large stocks, value growth, international emerging market, real estate, gold. It doesn't matter what the investment is. If it involves some risk, there's a virtual certainty. It has and will experience long periods of underperformance. The biggest mistake I have found that causes investors to lose money is that they think when it comes to investing in risk assets, they think three years is a long time to judge performance, five years a really long time, and 10 years is an eternity. Any good financial economist would tell you the high likelihood is that 10 years is nothing more than noise. And if that wasn't true, there would be no risk because whenever something went down for a long period of time, you could just hold on, goes down for 10 years, you just hold on, in the 11th year, you'll be rewarded. So we know that all risk assets have that. That's true. Value stocks got crushed in the late 90s relative to growth stocks, had the biggest drawdown ever until around the period 2017 through 2020, they had an even bigger drawdown, worse than in the dot-com era, a period that lasted about four years. So people then think value is dead. But all you have to do is remind people, just look at your history. The S&P 500 was actually down, or in terms of generating a risk premium over treasury bills, okay, for three periods of at least 13 years. 29 through 43, S&P underperforms T-bills, 15 years. From 66 to 82, again, underperforms for 17 years. And from t- recently, from 2000 to 12, they underperformed for 13 years. That's a cumulative 45 years, which is almost half of the last you know, 90 plus years. Let me emphasize that again, because I think that's a really good point. 
that I've brought up with our clients. That if you look back, going back from here till 1929, there have been three times where the S&P 500 underperformed treasury bills for a period of 13 years. Three times it happened where over a 13 year period. Or longer, as or long longer. as 17. Yeah. And so if you think about that, Larry, you have an, a client in, uh, let's say, 1939, right? 10 years after the first one, right? And there's still three more years to go. And you're still trying to convince them, hey, you still need to be invested in the S&P 500. You will be rewarded. Just trust me, you will be. And they're looking at you going, well, treasury bills have outperformed these equities that you keep telling me about for the last 10 years. And you're telling them, keep being patient. That is so important to drive home to investors that there can be really long periods of drought and doesn't mean that the investment is still a bad investment. It's just out of favor. So what do you do with that information? Because we just went through earlier, we talked about gold losing 90% almost of its real value over a 22-year period. Right. Do you then abandon gold? Well, from 2003 through 2020, it soared all the way up to 2000 from under 300. Mm -hmm. So if you abandon it after 22 years, you miss that on the great return. Since we know that all risk strategies, whether it's value, emerging markets, real estate, go through such long periods, there's only one logical answer. You should diversify across as many unique risks as you can identify that meet the criteria that Andy Birkin, my co-author, and I established in our book, Your Complete Guide to Factor-Based Investing. That means you have to have evidence that you should expect a premium because there's long periods, like 100 years of evidence. It's persistent no matter where we look. So stocks have outperformed bonds whether it's U.S. international emerging market. Value is outperformed growth, whether it's U.S. international emerging. It's also cheap as outperformed expensive in stocks, bonds, commodities, and currencies. Momentum, a trend following. All of these things go through long periods of underperformance, but because they're unique risks, they help you diversify the risk. So when stocks do poorly, they may do well. And that's exactly what happened in 2022. Value far outperformed. Trend following outperformed as a good example. And things like, you know, there are other assets that also did well, like private debt. That was floating rate, not longer term, did well. So the key is what you want to do is make sure you understand why you're invested and you have a strong belief system that allows you to stay the course through those very long periods. You're also highly diversified, so you don't have all your eggs in that one bay basket, because the next 15 years might be the period when the S&P dramatically underperforms. Again, we don't know, right? That's certainly possible, right? So we want to diversify internationally, especially today, valuations are much cheaper internationally and in emerging markets, but also earn other assets as well. That's the key to the winning strategy. And I really cover that. I'd urge your listeners to read my book, 
reducing the risk of black swans, it shows how you can cut that tail risk by diversifying globally and adding other unique sources of risk. Again, key, diversify your sources of risk. To summarize Larry's thoughts, number one, all risk investments will experience long periods of underperformance. Number two, unfortunately, investors' perception of what is a long time isn't that long at all. Number three, in our recent market's history, the S&P 500 underperformed treasury bills during three periods of time that lasted at least 13 years. And number four, so what should an intelligent investor do? You should diversify across as many unique risks that align with your personal risk tolerances. As a boutique wealth management firm, we love serving high net worth clients. Using our proprietary financial technology called Intelligrations, we help our clients minimize financial stress and maximize their lives. If you're in the market for a new financial advisor or have never had one, we'd love to earn your trust and have a no-obligation complimentary call or coffee with you. We'll discuss your willingness to take on risk, your ability to take on risk, and your need for risk. By understanding your specific risk number and using our financial technology, we believe this will help you stick to your long-term plan, even when certain asset classes fall out of favor for long periods of time. Until next time, thanks for listening. If you'd like to become a client or learn more about intelligent investing, please call 864-679-0500 or visit investedwithyou.com. Remember, time is money, so invest in every minute. Thanks for listening. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal or accounting advice. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.